Good evening, everybody. Here we are. It's a couple minutes late version of the Bobcast MOB. MOB with Rick and Bob, the heartbeat of the Mid-Ohio Valley. I'm your host, Bob Mercer. With me, as always, out in the great city of Murphytown is my dearest friend in the whole wide world and my co-host, Mr. Rick Sawyer. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Bob. Good evening, Lisa. And good evening out there in TV land. Oh, you're liking this too much, mister. We're going to, you know, you know, he, sent, he sends me a letter, Lisa, says, oh, I'm in makeup and wardrobe right now. So this is starting to become too much for him to handle. Ladies and gentlemen, with us this evening, this week, keeping on our um, theme of helping uh, agencies assist those who need um, assistance in the community, we have Miss Lisa Doyle Parsons of the Circles Campaign of the Mid-Ohio Valley. Good evening, Lisa. Good evening. Great to be well, here with you both. <laughs> well, I, we appreciate you being here. We're um, trying to, like I said, just keep a theme going here for a little while of all the play. We've had the arc of the Mid-Ohio Valley. We had Doug Hess. Last week, we had Jason um, Bailey from SW Resources. And then we're going to have you on tonight. First, we um, have a couple things we want to do here. This is usually the part where we do the pet of the week. Um, we're going to do things a little bit different, even though I am going to remind you to that the Humane Society does need cat food, dog food, kitten food, puppy food, litter, blankets, all kinds of stuff for the shelter. So if by all means you can help out the Humane Society, um, do that. We're going to skip the pet of the week tonight and go into a memorial type situation for most of you who know me and those of you who follow me know that uh, Friday night I had to put down my dog, um, Miss Rena. She was my German Shepherd. That's her picture up there, chilling out at Mercer Manor. Um, she was 12. She'd been 13 in October. She was a little bit over 12 and three quarter years old. And she was doing really well until Thursday night. She started getting sick Sunday or Friday. We got up and she was lethargic and kind of unresponsive. Took her to the vet and needless to say, they had to put her down. Um, very sad. I loved that dog. Everybody did. Um, our little dog's been looking for her around the house, kind of a difficult situation. Um, but she, she's in a better place she's not hurting so with that being said you know rest in peace Rena. we love you very much and um, thank you everybody by the way thank you everybody for the kind words and the thoughts and the prayers and sending amanda and the girls and i messages you know telling us you know with it that you're there with us and the loss of our our awesome dog Rena. a couple things to go over uh, National Night Out is Tuesday, August 2nd from 5 to 8 p.m. at the City Park Splash Pad at the pool there. Um, if y'all remember, a few weeks ago, we had Police Chief Matt Board, Wood County Sheriff Rick Woodard on, and they were talking about how fully committed to the concept of community policing. The idea is to get law enforcement officers out of the cruisers into the community, building strong policing community relationships, and yes, I am reading this. National Night Out is an annual community building campaign that promotes police community partnerships, neighborhood camaraderie, and to make our neighborhoods safer, more caring places to live. National Night Out enhances the relationship between neighbors and law enforcement 
while bringing back a true sense of community. It also provides a great opportunity to bring police and neighbors together under positive circumstances. This is a nationwide thing. Uh, millions of people are taking part in this. Um, all 50 states, U.S. territories, military bases worldwide, first Tuesday in August. Neighborhoods host block parties, festivals, parades, cookout, various other community events with safety demonstrations, seminar, youth events, visits from emergency personnel. So please join everybody in the National Night Out at the City Park Pool Splash Pad Tuesday evening, August 2nd from 5 to 8. There'll be multiple participants, West Virginia State Police, National Guard, Ambulance, Fire, different police departments across the county um, will be there as well. Also, don't forget Archbridge Music at the City Park Band Show every Thursday night. I think it's through August, and all events that are mentioned on the Bobcast will be posted on our calendar page and our website at thebobcast.net slash calendar. And so in the notes and comments of our YouTube channel that we have. Also, after after the uh, program tonight, as always, it's going to take Rick, give him a couple hours to get things um, uploaded to our YouTube channel and watch it if, so you can... If you don't get a chance to watch it live, absolutely just uh, watch it on the YouTube. SW Resources Job Fair is coming up July 28th from noon to 2 at their Mary Street facility. Go in there and um, if you want to looking for a job and want to help out, by all means, go in there. Also, I want to announce again, the Wood County Technical Center Practical Nursing Program is offering free tuition for West Virginia residents. They will be doing the pre-entrance testing until the end of July. Anybody interested should call 304-420-9501. So if you want to become an LPN, um, become part of a great uh, career, by all means, give the people their call, and they will, they will get you taken care of. Parkersburg Homecoming is coming up August 19th and 20th. They're in the process now of accepting and organizing volunteers for the 2023 season. Rick, I believe we said, what, every Wednesday they're having or every other Wednesday? I, 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 didn't I can't get remember what it was. I couldn't find my notes. But um, if somebody can kind of – hold on a second here. Let's see. Uh, um, if anybody can kind of remind me about that on the uh, chat session, um, then by all means let me know. So take care of that. Um, just anything going on, Rick, on your end you need to talk about? No, it's all totally quiet down here. Um, let me see, we already talked about that. We talked about that. Uh, no, it's quiet out here in Murphytown, except for the thunder. Don't forget, don't forget that, um, hmm. you can go on our web pages and find our merchandise. Um, Rick and I have polo shirts for the show. It has our logo on them, but... We can get we can get T-shirts. We can get um, computer mouse pads, pens, cups, stickers. You name it, we can get it. So if you want it, just let us know, and we'll we'll try to get you taken care of. There, we want to get the brand out there. We want everybody to remind their friends and share as much as possible, where we can where we can get the brand out there. So. Um, Rick, I have a message for you from Nancy Whitlatch. Said good evening, Rick. <laughs> good evening, Nancy. And um, Lisa, I have a message for you from Doug Winters. You oh, know Doug? Okay. 
Doug told me to, sure. Doug told me to absolutely make sure that I tell you hi. And I love Doug, so I absolutely am passing that on. D Doug used to work with us at 911. You know that. And mm -hmm. he's been gone for a while, but his legacy lives on. Trust me, there is not a day go by that that man's name is not mentioned in the comm center. Something funny right. that he said, because you didn't know what was going to come out of his mouth. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, wow. I think everyone that knows Doug loves Doug. So tell him I said hello. Well, I, if he's watching, I'm sure he'll pop up here in a minute. Tell me if, if not, um, I will absolutely let him know. But nothing else going on that I'm aware of. Nobody sent me anything else. But we just want to remind you, we want to thank everybody for the good comments. Uh, people come up and tell Rick and I, you know, hey, we heard you on the podcast. We watched it. Thank you for letting us know what's going on. But thank you all for listening. That's that's very important to us. This is something, and I can't say this enough, that this is something very important to Rick and I. We uh, This is something we started to just trying to be bring positive back to the Mid-Ohio Valley. We're going to stay away from the negative. We're going to um, accentuate the positive. There was a song about that, but I can't remember what it's called. Um, so we're going because I ain't going to sing anyway. There's a noise ordinance. <laughs> so, um, but just just keep the comments coming. Let us know you're watching. Uh, Jerry was on there, but he had to go. Evidently, there was a wreck out on Route 50, so Jerry had to go. Um, so just keep. Let us know you're watching. Pass it on to your friends that um, they you know that to listen to us and let's get our brand out there and let's get the show built up so that everybody in the middle Ohio Valley know what's going on. If you have anything you want us to talk about, any kind of specific um, topic, again, Rick sent me something today and most of you know that we're going to be working on the, is this the world we created? Um, right now it's going to be a four part series. And for those of you who, hi Amanda, for those of you who have never heard it, if you get a chance, go listen to Queen. It's called The World We Created. Go listen to that song. And basically, that song is what got me started with the with the four-part series on Is This the World We Created? Uh, might be negative, but not really. It's kind of meant to be a positive to kind of open our eyes as to what's going on around us which is exactly what the whole purpose of the Bobcast Mid-Ohio Valley is. And, uh, you know, we put a lot of time into this and we put, we're going to can see this through until somebody tells me to shut up, which could be any day now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So enough of me running my yapper here on this. I'm like my mom. We talked about my mom on Mother's Day. My mother, my mother Linda, you'd give her, you'd give her a microphone. That'd be it. Nobody else had the microphone but mother. And man, she did ham it up on the microphone. So with us tonight, like I said, Lisa Doyle Parsons with the Circles Campaign of the Middle High Valley, eradicating poverty one family at a time. A uh, little bit about the Circles Campaign, if you don't mind, Lisa. Then sure. I'll let you do it well the circles campaign is part of a larger national organization called circles usa and their goal nationwide is to reduce poverty and they have been in existence over 40 years but here in the mid ohio valley circles started in 2009 so we are um 
or 2012, I'm sorry. So we started, are celebrating our 10th year. Yeah. And I have been the director since um, 2016. So I'm on my sixth year. And our goal, of course, is to help families get the tools and the skills they need to get um, the jobs that can help them be financially secure. So in short, our goal is to help people get out of poverty long term. And we are different than a lot of programs because we're not like a Band-Aid fix. We're not giving you money. We're not um, handing out objects or items, which are important. I'm not saying they're not, but they don't fix the, ter- the problem long term. So people might find themselves in the same situation a month later, a week later, you know, two months later, if they don't learn how to navigate um, what they need to do to get out of poverty. And our goal is not only to help people grow financially, their financial capital, but to grow their social capital, which we have found is equally as important as money or financial capital. So with that, we help you grow your connections. And that's the people that you have in your bank account, more or less. If you think of it as a people bank instead of a a bank that has money in it, it's a people bank. So the resources and the people you get to know, the connections you have can be very helpful, very supportive, and can help you accomplish your goals. So a big part of circles is establishing goals for yourself and your family, and also then establishing financial goals. And if that means learning a new skill so you can get a higher paying job, if that means entering the workforce for the very first time or the first time in a long time, or if that means getting a second job so that you can increase your income, then our goal is to help you facilitate what you need to be successful and thrive long term. I remember um, one of the one of the first things I remember you saying, and it stuck with me because it's it's very interesting that the way you put it, you don't give a handout, you give a hand up. Right. And I can remember that, and and it was it it impressed me because you know a lot of people, a lot of people think, wow, you know, they're just, but you you guys are there to to help them up out of this, you know, poverty or whatever, you know, their situation may be. Now, how do you all do that? Is there a program they go through? Is there a step-by-step situation? There is a two-phase program. And the first phase is um, a 16-week program that's curriculum-based. And in that, uh, we go through setting that SMART goal, um, finalizing your budget, learning what you need to communicate in the workplace learning about the different economic environments, learning who your support system is and how to grow that and grow the connections that you have. And part of that also is having resource providers come in and share resources that a person might utilize to help them on their path to self-sufficiency. So that's the first phase. And then the second phase, um, for those that choose to continue, uh, is around 18 months or until you reach your financial goals. And I remember when Circles was just starting in the community or trying to get rooted. And the the directors at that time, John Rule and Dena Andrews, would come and talk at different meetings and 
when they would say that 18 months, I thought, oh my, this sounds like a great program, but who in their right mind would commit to a year and a half uh, program? But as I started going to the circles meetings, I discovered that it's so much more than what you see in the pamphlets or what a person could describe. And there's a real camaraderie and support and network there that does keep people coming back, wanting to come back. But in that second phase, something that makes us very unique is that we pair the adults with what we call allies, which is they are a deliberate friend. And they are just somebody to walk side by side with that person that's working to get out of poverty and not be there to step in and fix their problems for them or um, be overbearing or thinking like they know more than them. Because believe it or not, people in poverty are the best problem solvers on the planet. Because every day they're juggling a crisis of how do I keep my electric on or how do I get the car fixed so I can pick up the kids from school or get to work? And usually like every day is a crisis you're juggling. And we rarely acknowledge that, that they are really fabulous problem solvers. So that second phase, we match them with a an ally or more than one ally. And then they help them continue on their journey and they still meet with us weekly. We meet every Monday at the First United Methodist Church and we start with dinner and then we do about an hour of programming. So another unique facet of the Circles program that many programs don't have is that we are a multi-generational approach. So you can bring your entire family, not just the adults. We have children's programming um, for three different age groups. And so we work with the, the youth to also learn skills that they would need, whether it's saving or setting goals or developing good character, um, learning about you know finances, um, any of those skills that would help a youth develop into a more productive adult as they grow. And so the families then have like talking points to go home and like keep each other accountable on the goals that they've set. So that's another unique facet of circles. And as I said, we do meet every Monday and um, it's just a great experience. But something new that we have started that you might not be aware of is we have a satellite space at the American Job Center in St. Joseph Landing. So there's a lot of things in St. Joseph Landing or the old St. Joe's Hospital that many people are unaware. But the Workforce Development Board has the American Job Center there. So we have space there. And we meet every Tuesday and Wednesday with a, a pilot group that is for those that are in recovery and reentry. So those that are reentering from incarceration or those who are um, working on their sobriety, they have even additional barriers, even more so than people in poverty. So we work with a group um, to try to help reduce those barriers and help them lead a fulfilling life as well. So a support network for them can be the difference in life and death, quite honestly. So now, is that the one that is that the one that Jason was telling us about last week, Rick? That was at St. Joe Landing. No, that was a, that was a different group. But are, are you it, sure he was talking? Same I, place. 
I watched part of his podcast. He was sharing about the American Job Center. Okay, yeah. I thought so. I thought so, so. Yeah, the adult WIOA programs, I think, work pretty closely with the sheltered workshop. And one really enjoyable thing we've been doing is they have virtual reality headsets that you can use for training or career exploration. Mm -hmm. So if you look on our Facebook page, our reentry group last week was um, doing a bloodborne pathogen training on virtual reality. And um, they really enjoyed that. But it, it's very useful. So they have a lot of innovative programs there at the American Job Center that is for youth, for adults, for those um, seniors, mm -hmm. senior um, program for employment and training. So there's a lot going on there. So I, I, I so how does somebody if somebody all right, let's take this two faceted here. If somebody wants to become get into circles for your help now is it something that they can just walk in and say hey i need your help or do they do they um are they referred to you by agencies or exactly how does that work if somebody out there listening goes you know that might be something that might benefit me how do i go about doing that they can call um our circle's cell phone is 304-488-7760. They can call that number, and in all likelihood, I'll be the one that answers. Um, they can just stop by our office at St. Joe's, or they can message our, our website, which is www.circlescampaignmov.org. Yep, there it is. Yep. And we also have a Facebook page, which I have to say, honestly, is the more live of the um, social media. And we uh, you can message that page as well. But but calling or stopping by and talking to us is definitely a good way to do that. We we do get, you know, referrals from agencies, but we also in all honesty, the word of mouth um, is has really been how we have grown the most. Exactly. We had a really special family. Um, a lot of times you will see one person will come in. And I don't know, Bob, if you remember, Bob used to be on our board for a time. Um, I don't know if you remember the jumpers, but oh, we yeah. had Mary come in and um, she, she came in by herself in one group. And then the next cohort that started, her brother and his children um, started. And then you know, the the son turned, you know, of age adult and him and his girlfriend started coming. So a lot of times the word of mouth within the group, they, they get there and they experience it and they really love it and they share. So we get more um, people in that, in that manner. Now the jump, the jumpers are pretty good people. I love them to death. I have, I've known them for years. Um, they used to be my neighbors and uh, Mary's brother and I, Got, we we actually umpire or coached little league baseball together. Just wow. a great guy, just yeah. a great guy to, to be with. Mary, Mary, we've known Mary forever. They're just Mary's going fabulous now, and she's well, actually she is going to be an ally, Bob. This um, we're getting ready to do some matching in the next two months, and she's going to be an ally. She's reached that level where now she, do a lot of your people, a lot of your allies come from the program itself. Or several do, but no, not most of them come from the community. 
Um, we're, and we're always recruiting allies. Right now we're actively recruiting allies because we have the cohort, the group at St. Joe's that'll be graduating in two weeks. And the group that we have here on Monday will be graduating in two weeks. So at that point, we're going to combine them, but we'll need to match those two groups with allies in the next. That was my next question. How do they become allies? And also, what is the program? And I apologize, my memory that different companies can come in and um, like store, uh, I'm going to say a store and say, okay, you know, if you have people that need assistance, we can, we can take them and, you know, let work in our establishment is, is that how that works? Or do you have certain agencies that you get involved with? Um, we partner with a, a lot of organizations because I, you know, I'm very committed in the, the thought that why well, reinvent the wheel? If somebody else is doing something well, why should we, um, you know, kill ourselves when somebody else, that's what their specialty is. Okay. Um, good example of that is there at the job center. We have the career connections program that we partner with a lot. That's a youth employment um, program. So um, to refer them to that where they specialize, then, you know, that's better serving the uh, individual, I think, than for us to, to try to do it. But we do like all the weekly classes we do facilitate those ourselves. And, um, I have a question um, that was sent. Do you deal with the homeless? Oh, so that question may be, <laughs> I might need clarification, but um, it's either I worked with the homeless youth for 14 years. I just, I worked at Children's Home Society in the transitional living program that served the homeless youth. And I was the case manager in years. And in April, I did put in my resignation there. I, I've been doing both since 2016. Really? Um, but I did finally a great, just a great experience. Um, but we do serve homeless in homeless pro in housing programs. So we have some that are in the substance use disorder classes that are have housing assistance through the coalition and homelessness. We have the transitional living program youth that are in a housing uh, homeless program. We do, I, I did go to the mission just uh, two weeks ago and took some referrals because there are a lot of families at the both Salvation Army and the the Latrobe Street Mission, a lot of families, a lot of kids there. Um, I heard that. So we certainly would. I don't directly go out on the streets like I did used to in my other position, but we are certainly willing um, if somebody is stable um, to have them participate in the, the classes. They do have to be able to consistently attend which sometimes can be a problem if you're not housed because you're pretty transient and moving back and forth. But if somebody's committed and wants to, to join that weekly um, program, then I'm not going to turn anybody away that's trying to get to a better position in life. And that's awesome. we have, interestingly, like the group is all ages. We have our oldest ally is 85. 
Wow. Um, our oldest circle. Yeah. Our oldest circle leader it was 75. And then, of course, we have down to infants in, in the children's program. But the beauty of that is, is we have people in every age group. So they kind of, it's nice because they get a different perspective. And some of the older ones serve as a, a greater support to the younger ones. And it's a, a really dynamic program. Is and there is there something that the uh, community can do that, um, I don't know, I mean, do you all... I know there are agencies like the Salvation Army, Latrobe Street Mission, who take donations of things. Do you all do that? I mean, is that something that you do that somebody needs something that can use it? The two biggest, two biggest ways one could help us is um, we do look for individuals, family, church group, civic groups to adopt the weekly meals because we do, as I said, on Mondays, we do start with dinner. So we're always looking um, for individuals or groups to adopt a meal. You can be um, on a monthly basis, a quarterly basis, or even once a year. So that's a, a huge help to us. But then really somebody's time is the next best thing you could give to circles. And that ally commitment is four to six hours a month. Um, there's one-time volunteer opportunities, such as when we do our poverty simulations in the community to serve, you know, in the role of a service provider in our poverty simulation. Um, or if you have a skill that you think could benefit others, we are always looking for guest speakers to come in and share that. And then we have a resource night, which we're trying to grow into where we have multiple um, providers there in one night so that if John needs employment services, he can go talk to the person from workforce. If Jane needs something that's mental health, then she can go talk to the person that's representing mental health. Um, if somebody just needs maybe art, because it takes more than, you know, just getting a job and getting ahead. We want people to thrive as individuals. So if you right. have a, a talent, you know, or an interest in art or express yourself in that way, we want to give you a, a venue to do that as well. So if you have a talent or skill that you feel would benefit somebody to help them get ahead in life, then we are always open, you know, to having new presenters, new talent, new people share. And again, they can get a hold of you at, through your website or your, I'm sorry, my computer dropped off. I apologize. Um, but you can get a hold of you and set this up. I, I think everybody, you know, listening um, who would be interested in, you know, sponsoring a meal, uh, you know, um, like Lisa said, I was on the board, you know, and I went to a couple of them. I was there like, you know, and they, they, they had food and they had, you know, people come in and talk. So, you know, if you're, if you think that might be something that you'd be interested in, and I'm going to tout this again. Rick and I started, um, what, how long ago, Rick? The Volunteer Coalition, first year? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah, we're the first of the year sometime. Rick and I started the Wood County Volunteer Coalition. The Wood County Volunteer Coalition is a group designed to uh, pair those who want to volunteer with people who need volunteers. And, you know, between this, between that and the um, Bobcast, which 
keeps that man right there very busy. And I'm going to tell you straight up, and I say this every week on this podcast, if it wasn't for Mr. Rick Sawyer right there, we would be in some of the things this man does amazes me. But anyway, back to where we were at, um, you know, we, we very much encourage people to become involved in the community. It's very important. You know, I mean, a lot of people sit around, And I'm not going to be negative about this because it's not what we do. But a lot of people sit around and complain about different things without knowing anything about it. And this is why we're doing this, because we want everybody to be involved in what's going on in our community. There's a lot happening. I know I see it as on my job as a dispatcher and my capacity as a city councilman. There is so much going on in this community. And so many people can be of assistance to organizations like Circles. I mean, and I know, you know, Lisa said it, and I know for a fact, just from the people I've talked to, they would welcome you very much. And so, you know, just just think about something like that and think about, you know, what Lisa's told us and everything like that. I think that uh, I think it's a great organization, as is SW Resources and the Ark of the Mid-Ohio Valley. All these agencies that Rick and, you know, it's interesting, Lisa, because Rick and I, when we started this and started bringing people on, it has opened our eyes. And we've discussed this off camera and we've discussed this. I call Rick every day to work on the show, but we've learned so much from so many different people that we didn't know that was going on. I mean, I knew some of it because I deal with some of it, but you know, most everything, um, we, we were totally, we were totally impressed with everything that, that has been, you know, that there are agencies involved and I'm reaching out and I want to find other agencies. And I'm, I think, you know, there's a few more. I want to get in with the, um, with the, for lack of a better word, rehabilitation centers and stuff like that. But, you know, I'll tell you, like I told um, Jason last week, and then if you have anything else you'd like to say, by all means, at any time you have something that you need put out, let us know. You know how to get a hold of me. We'll be glad to put it out there, you know, and I told Doug that we told Doug the same thing. We'll, we'll put We'll put it out there. If you have an event going on, let us know about it and we will put it out there for everybody to know about the number of people who come up and say, Bob, thank you guys for doing that. We didn't know any of this stuff was going on. Thank you so much. That makes it all worthwhile. And that's what we're here for. So, but is there anything else, Lisa, that, I mean, that we, could... we do have something coming up, Bob. Um, every second Monday of the month, we have what we call open meeting. And that's where we do have a guest presenter come in and share. And the second Monday in August, um, which is, I believe, the 8th. I could be wrong. Um, Let me look at the calendar. I'm not one of those people that (laughs) knows those things off the top of my head. It is the 8th, yeah. Okay. Leanne Price of the Suicide Awareness Alliance of Washington County is coming She's going to be our guest speaker, and she's going to do a free QPR training, which is how to recognize if somebody is experiencing suicidal thoughts and giving you confidence to question them and refer them to the help they might need. So 
that is open to anybody in the community. And that's an opportunity if they just want to come and learn, you know, that particular skill for the night, or it's an opportunity to come and learn more about circles. But for anybody that might want to come to that free QPR training, that will be the 8th, August 8th at 5.30 p.m. at the First United Methodist Church. And that um, is something we're really looking forward to because I'm sure you realize and um, probably anybody that doesn't have blinders on, since COVID, the suicide rates have just dramatically increased. Crazy. Um, I see that on the scanner frequently, um, calls, and it's just, it's unfortunate. So if we can do anything, you know, to encourage somebody to assist others in getting help, we want to do that. So that will be an open meeting for anybody to attend. Oh, and, Rick, um, you got that? You got that, Rick? I'll get it. Okay. I, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Okay, great. And I just wanted to add one more thing. Probably the big question in everybody's mind with any program is, is it effective or does it work? And we do track the progress of our participants. Every six months, they do a um, progress report. And our local chapter data shows that after just a year in the program, on average, the participant has increased their income by 123% which is um, pretty wow. remarkable, in, in my opinion. Um, that's pretty remarkable. So it is a program that works. And then in terms of the social capital or the connections, we just, just this week, um, Pam, one of our circle leaders, she's been in the group for a little while, but she was trying to encourage the others. And we were doing our activity that was based on you identifying who's in your support network. And she shared with them that when she started Circle, she only had three. <laughs> Sorry, weather alert. <laughs> I so, thought maybe. Pam, Pam had three people in her support network when she started. And then as of Tuesday, she said she had 15 now. So the support and connections that she has built in her time with Circles is, is just huge increase about so, how many about how many people have you have you gave a, a hand up to since you started since Any i idea started, roughly um we serve about a hundred a year um uh -huh. so if you calculated that reduce them for carryover i i would say a good 350 um since 2016. Now wow. we actually, we are doing one other thing I didn't share. We're expanding okay. into other counties now, Bob. All right. And we have a group of cohort that meets in Jackson County at their workforce office. And we are looking in the fall to start some programming in the schools in Work County. So we're, we're growing our, our hopes is by the end of the year to expand into five additional counties or, or lay the groundwork to be able to do that. So well, anything the Bobcast can do to help, by all means, we will we will be a partner with you in putting things out there. And if you need us, you know, all you got to do is ask us if we're available. You know, like I said, Rick and I are major time into the into the volunteer thing um, so far. And we got a lot of people, a lot of agents or not a lot. I'm going to say maybe three agencies who said, hey, you know, this is something my people might be interested in. 
getting involved with is the volunteer coalition. But um, Rick, do you have anything you want to say or ask or? I just I just want to remind anybody who's watching that uh, by when I get this posted to YouTube, we're going to have all of the contact information and the information about all the events and everything uh, just as quick as I can get them posted. Awesome. And you do a great job. All right. Well, you know, like I said, everybody, by all means, become a part of what's going on in this community. Don't just sit back and watch it go by and say, wow, you know, if, if you if you're interested in helping get a hold of Lisa, get a hold of Doug Hess, get a hold of Jason Bailey, get a hold of somebody and tell them, look, I want to be a part of this and they will get you started. And there are people out there who need your help and there are people or need a hand up and there are people out there who would appreciate anything and everything you can do for them. And Lisa, is there anything you want to end with before we, um, I just want to thank both of you um, for letting me join you tonight. And I will say volunteers, Circles really is a volunteer-led organization. I am the only full-time employee, and then we have one part-time employee. So we depend um, in a large way on volunteers. So if you have some time, um, please get a hold of us. If you want to, you know, explore if we're the opportunity you would like to um invest your time in your your time is a gift i'm um, sorry that wasn't funny rick rick just puts that up there and every time okay. he does that it <laughs> makes me right. laugh because i could just see that on television back in the day you know back when i was yeah anyway that's beside <laughs> the point <laughs> well lisa seriously you know we, we appreciate you very much coming on we appreciate you telling everybody about circles and we appreciate what you do in the community. And if anybody, I, you know, we can be a part of it. Let us know about it and we're going to do whatever we can. Um, Rick, Rick stays busy. Rick volunteers at the substation. So, you know, we just, we both have kind of some time here and there, you know, in between the show and work, my work, but you know, by all means, thank you for everything you do for the community. And we appreciate you so much. And thank you for being part of the Bobcast tonight. And again, everybody go, go, Rick will have it on the uh, YouTube channel shortly. And we've come to the end of the show next week. If all goes well, we're going to have, and it should, because they almost told me they would. Um, we're going to have Vienna Police Chief Mike Pfeiffer and Williamstown Police Chief Sean Graham, two great people who do great work in their cities. And I want, I want them to be on the Bobcast um, and be able to tell us what's happening and what's going on in their city. So, you know, thank you very much. Please send your questions, comments, and suggestions to us at comments at thebobcast.net so we can discuss them on the Bobcast. Or if you have any questions, by all means, send them to Rick or I. Don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and the Bobcast MOV. And as soon as we get just a few more, I think it is, not very many more, we can go live on Facebook or on YouTube. Right now, Rick has to upload it, and he does a great job. He spends a lot of time going in and editing and closed captioning. And because sometimes what I say and what closed captions... <laughs> They're I, have, I have no idea where they come up with some of them words, Rick, but Rick goes in there and going, what? 
it's not what he said. So anyway, again, just uh, get on our channels. You can contact us through many, many ways that we talk about every week. Lisa, thank you. And as always, everybody, those who are always looking down never see the rainbow or the silver linings. So keep looking up. Keep looking forward. Thank you, everybody, for being with the Bobcast tonight. Rick, I will call you later, sir. All right. Have a very good night. Lisa, good night to you. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, See Rick. You guys. Bye-bye. Good night, Lisa. Good night, Bob. Good night. Good night, John Boy.